Are you tired of the same old podcasts? Looking for something fresh and exciting? Are you ready to dive into a world of laughter, stories, and unforgettable conversations? Well, look no further. Introducing the Not After 30 Podcast Network, your ultimate destination for captivating and entertaining shows. Get ready to be hooked. Podcasts about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. We're a network that's all about bringing you the best in entertainment, information, and pure podcasting joy. With a wide variety of shows, there's something for you. NA30 Podcast, Wow, I Had Mustard Podcast, The Blue Jays Edition, The Leafs Edition, Show Us Your TDs, Nobody Gives a Fuck, Milk and Cookies, and newly added, What's on Your Plate? All available on one awesome feed. Recorded at the new, new Billy Shears Podcast Studio, Milton, Ontario, Canada. The Not After 30 Podcast Network, your one-stop destination for captivating, entertaining, and unforgettable podcasts. Get ready to hit that play button and let the adventure begin. What's up, Blue Jay fans and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? What's up, everybody? This is Anthony Elhefe recording live and direct from the Billy Shears podcast studio, still and probably always in lovely Milton, Ontario. I'm joined for the whole podcast by Bob Walker and partially through the podcast from Melky, the Milkman Cabrera. But, uh, just so you guys know, this is a very fun episode. We have not covered the Jays all season because they've had the most 500 out of all the 500-level seasons. This has just been like a really weird season, but we couldn't go into the playoffs without doing a light recap on the season and our feelings going into the playoffs. The Jays have just beat the Tampa Bay Devil Rays in their first game of a three-game set, um, their second-last meeting before the end of the season. This is a summary of it. Enjoy, more to come, and let's hear it. Let's go, Blue Jays! This is episode 2023.2 Hot Dogs and Gargoyles. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? I'm Anthony L. Hefe. This is Blue Jays Edition, and I'm on the line with my bro, Ball Walker. What's up, baby? Hey man, how's it going? Uh, pumped to be back here with you. Been a bit, dude. It's been some time. Yeah, I was gonna say I got a hot dog with a little bit of ketchup and I need a little bit of mustard. <laughs> um, my shameless man. plug. Okay, shameless plug. Yeah, <laughs> this has been uh, a season in the works. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, I gotta apologize first off by saying. The Jays have not been good enough to cover. Out of all, honestly, they've been a shit team, 500 team all season, excluding this month. Uh, they're turning it up. It's the towards the end of the season, and the Jays are looking at a playoff spot. Ba, give me a quick rundown on how you feel about the season up to this part. we got about 10 games left in the season. What's up, baby? Yeah, so as of recording right now, the Jays are 85 and 67 probably their best win percentage, I would think since April. So kind of crazy. They're playing some great ball right now down the stretch when needs be. But like El Jefe said before this moment, completely different season. And we'll talk about it. It came to a head in that series that we'll discuss where we got blown out and everybody knows what series I'm talking about, but it's just up and down all season. Frustrating starting pitchers overall been great pitching as a whole. Fantastic guys 
getting on base, not a fucking issue. Kind of. Kind of. But getting but getting those runs in. Holy shit, I did not think it was going to be as big of an issue as it has been this year. Now, yeah, they've turned it up right now. Some guys are on uh, a heater and they're playing better than they have, but it's it hasn't been like that. Let's get into it, my man. Uh, also, uh, just fair warning: at some point, the milkman Mel Cabrera is going to join us. Uh, yeah. We're we're just starting without him. He's actually currently recording TDs right now with Goopy, uh, so that will be in the feed, I would imagine, very shortly. But let's get into this. Uh, let's start with the biggest glaring issue with the Jays this season: runners in scoring position. They are. 28th in the league scoring with runners in um, scoring position. And it's heartbreaking to believe that our Toronto Blue Jays um, franchise wide, all about hitting bombs, scoring runs and pitching has always been secondary. Um, you go back to those world series teams, they could manufacture runs better than anybody else. And they had adequate and good pitching, but they didn't have the pitching that they have today. So, Franchise-wise, we've always known the Jays as being a very good run-producing team. Uh, not to mention, like, their last decent run in 2015-16 and going up and and just hitting the long ball, scoring guys. They can't do it this year. And when you look at this lineup, all this lineup reads as a very high-octane offense, but it hasn't been there. Bah, got any thoughts on that? Again, it's been frustrating, and for some of it, I don't even have answers because guys that should be established in their career right now for us who are some of our stars, I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. I have some real questions about Schneider. I don't know if he's the guy. I mean, he's a good guy. He seems like a good dude. He seems like a, a good coach, but is he the guy to put them over the hump to give that speech to inspire confidence? I'm not sure yet. I, I honestly don't think so. So there's been some issues like that. And then, you know, front office, El Jefe, we can go back years doing this podcast. I have not been a fan of these two. They've gone very analytical. You know what? They took out some offensive firepower to bring in some offense that was more defense, like offense by glove and uh, some guys in the outfield and kind of strengthen our weaknesses at the time. But I didn't realize how much uh, firepower we were actually giving up apparently giving, getting rid of Teo and all these guys. So it is just a culmination of a bunch of stuff. I, I know it's not like the best answer for a podcast. There should be some specifics, but I don't know. Again, it's been really frustrating. I, I have to agree. When, when we, we got rid of Goriel um, in the Varsho trade and uh, we gave up Teo in the Swanson trade. And those were, those were big generating guys. I mean, Teo is coming off the silver slugger season. Um, so it's hard to believe that those two guys were such big plugs for this team. It's hard to believe it. Uh, and definitely the, the forecast on first show was he was only going to get better. Uh, and he's had a really rough season and I, I hate the argument. Oh, well, you know, he's, he's going from the national league to the American league. Well, the leagues are basically the same. The really the big difference is we're looking at temperature in stadiums. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know it's a completely different game. It's uh it's the exact same game of baseball, just played in different stadiums. Uh, he has had some light this season, but first show is is definitely hasn't been great. Now, shameless plug, I met him in person. He seemed like a really cool guy. Nice. Uh, we 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 only spoke for like a minute and a half, but he was a really friend cool of the guy. pod. 
friend of the pod, Dalton first show, sign a ball bat right here. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he, I think he is, I think it's going to happen for him. I don't think it should be this season, it, but the defense is outstanding on him. And I'm very happy that the defensive side of this team is better because it was embarrassing at some points, even in that 2015 run, that outfield wasn't as solidified as it is now. I love the fact that they have great pitching and great defense. I do not love the fact that if there's two outs and Vladdy's up, I'm going to guarantee Vladdy's going to ground out. Or one yeah. out, runner on first, and fucking Captain Kirk is on is up at the bat, up to bat, ground out double play, end the inning. He just grounded out now. Jays are down five one to the Yankees, middle of eight, not looking good. Going to break our wonderful five game winning streak that we need to happen. Yeah, um, would have been a season high ready. six tonight, but Kirk. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. At this point, like. You're trying to stay positive because we were just on a five-game winning streak. But the stuff you're talking about is almost becoming meme-worthy. Like, everybody knows what's happening when Vlad steps up to the plate. And right now, yeah, he's uh, questionable. He's out of the lineup. Inflammatory. But, I mean, it's it, it was laughable at one point what was happening with this lineup. Like, it's just you knew there were runners on base. And it's just a ground out or it's a pop fly. And then there's, it's, it's a close game, seventh, eighth inning. And boom, all of a sudden two runs from the other team is in constantly. And you're just like, I I've seen this all year and this is not who we are supposed to be. This is not what was promised. Yeah. And even if you look in the team, look at the team on paper, the team on paper doesn't read like this. And that's, I think the hardest oh, part is team. that, yeah, I so listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, burst any bubbles here, but I do not pay for the MLB subscription or the Rogers fucking I illegally Cut stream feed. all my games. Cut feed. Yeah, Cut feed. exactly. <laughs> I'm not interested in paying one hundred and sixty bucks a season. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. Um, it's ridiculous. But, I, but that yeah, it is ridiculous. And, I, you know, whatever. The point is, uh, I watch the point I'm trying to make is that I watch a lot of other teams feeds. Uh, and watching the Boston series and listening to the Boston series, um, I was listening to the Boston feed and the Boston feed. I mean, first of all, they're all fucking homers for that team. It's embarrassing. Uh, literally acting like this. These are passages from the Bible. Um, when they, when they talk about the Boston Red Sox, it's embarrassing for them as an outsider listening, but they would say stuff like this. Now, Boston is a team that's, I think seven games out, seven and a half games out of a wild card spot. And they're saying stuff like, well, you know, this team is the blue Jays are really underperforming this year. And I'm like you, your fucking team sucks ass. You guys just fired your general manager who basically, uh, you guys poached from Tampa Bay to create the exact same thing. Tampa Bay has, uh, of yeah. unlimited pipeline and a low payroll for a major market team. Uh, you guys cut his lace from underneath him because the results weren't happening quick enough for you guys. And you're still talking shit about a playoff team. It didn't, it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how bad the Jays are. The Jays are so bad. They're, and I'm not saying they're defaulting into a playoff spot. They're doing enough to be in a playoff spot, but there's not being enough to strike any fear into any legit contender. They're playing the Yankees who are quite possibly the worst team in the American league. Um, now, they handed the Yankees their ass the last two games, and they're getting beat up in this game 5-1. They're probably going to lose. Uh, Nate Pearson right now is 
pitching okay, but I mean, this was supposed to be needed to great. This guy is having a hard time staying on the roster. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to say like all the guys that they have brought in, all the Buffalo guys, I don't want to, we might as well just get into the Buffalo um, contingent right now. But a lot of these guys at Buffalo are saving this team season. Yeah. Davis Schneider. I mean, we, we all fell in love with the guy because he looks like Tom Selleck's kid, but love him. Yeah. yeah and he, and, he, and he's just a guy that wants to hit the ball, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He had some power right now. He's struggling, uh, not even in the lineup, but he's struggling, but you know, he gave a spark plug when they needed it. Uh, he was able to hit the ball. Ernie Clement. Yeah. Clement, you know, a contact guy who looks fairly decent, uh, at shortstop. Unfortunately, he can't make the throw from short to first, uh, which may be a problem for a major league baseball player. Um, Spencer Horwitz, who is another good contact guy. I would like to see what he can do. Um, all plugs that might be able to help this team. Um, not, not the best answer. And, and what really kind of is a glaring point for me is that I don't see, like outside of Danny Jansen, who I, you could really tell the Jays are missing, uh, and Brandon Belt, who Belt. again, he's, yeah, he's supposed to be the DH who's supposed to help out and and be that yeah. bat plus a left-handed hitter. They're really hurting right now when it comes to the plate, and it breaks my heart. Yeah, and it's so funny too, ironic. Like this, we we've got the pitching we've been asking for. You know what I mean? Like even the guy I was frustrated with all of last year, Kikuchi, he's turned it around. Oh my god, he's a, it's, the second best pitcher on the team right now. Exactly, and it's just like you said, it breaks your heart now when you see the batting. And and thankfully, the depth that this Jays organization had at certain points saved us. It literally saved us in a year where we're supposed to go deep in the playoffs. Our young guys saved us, and and Schneider. And Clement, like just absolute beauties, but then there's just, it's just small things all year. And, and then also big issues too. Like we're not even going to bring up like Manoa was just shut down for the whole season. If Manoa right. was Manoa who like he was supposed to be, things are different. I, I then we were in the playoffs already. Like if, if we don't, if we don't blow that fucking series that we just did and we lost four uh, straight before the Boston series, then we're so many more games up ahead. It, it's like all of this just constant Two like one step forward, two steps back constantly with a hundred percent team. That is that is basically the the mantra for the season. Yeah. And one step forward. Um I, I want to touch base on uh, on something you were saying. The pitching uh Manoa, like it just came out today that uh, apparently he's been dealing with uh, he's been doing injections all season. So there's definitely yeah, something yeah. wrong with yeah, with the arm. Um it's it's heartbreaking to hear because he had such a quick rise he just got to the majors um like you all-star. know from, yeah it would, exactly to all-star he got a lot quick and unfortunately it seems like he's paying for it and he wasn't taking care of his body which was the talk in the offseason the talking and garrett cole fucking guy who just fucking beat up the jays today uh said it in the offseason like i don't think his training regimen is very good and manoa's response was i do more football style workouts um, but don't worry about me. I'll see you in the, in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, and we did not see him in the regular season. We saw him for like a month and a half. And then about well, he became hated after he said that too. Yeah. People were know, actively honestly, rooting against him all of a sudden when you're going to be cocky like that, you got to back it up. I thought he was going to, 
I thought so too. And I mean, who, and listen, we sat down and talked about it, and you guys were like, Manoa, Manoa, Manoa. And I'm like, I think Kikuchi's going to have a balance back. You guys didn't want to buy what I was selling, but Kikuchi is, is you know, he's been the, easily the second best pitcher on the Jays. And this guy, he's going to end up with maybe the best record for the Jays at the end of the season. Um, it is, it just shows that this front death, this front, oh, sorry, this front office, they've created some depth with this team. They have some guys that, like when when they came in, they already had Vladdy, they already had Bo, they had Calvin, they had um, guys like um, Gabriel Morano. Like they had some young, strong talent coming up, but the front office didn't acquire those guys. Now you're starting to see that some of those guys pay off um, because those young guys like Vladdy and Bo and Calvin, when they came up, like we were all expecting them to save the franchise. Now they're kind of like lukewarm, like Vladdy's, or sorry. Bose had a legit really good season. Uh, the injury really hurt him, but he's had a legit very good season. Uh, Vladdy's had this lackluster season, which came off last year's lackluster season, which came off uh, MVP caliber season. The talk that I'm thinking is, is Vlad a really good baseball player? Or is he uh, like an elite baseball player. Is he a, a guy who's like, is he going to be like Prince Fielder, a guy who is kind of good short career? Is he a guy, is he going to be a guy that is going to have legs? Like his, I mean, it's hard to compare against his hall of fame father, but damn, like where's Vladdy going to be? What Vladdy are we going to get? And what Vladdy is, what Vladdy should we invest in? Should we do a, a 10 year deal? Should we do a, a five year deal? Like a three year deal? What, what would, like, what's going on, Vladdy? Sorry. Like, I started off with just talking about how, man, how management's picks and prospects have kind of grown and are saving the season right now for the Jays. Yeah. I, hey, man, I'm never going to complain about a good tangent. You know me. I know you do love one. So feel free. Uh, and it, honestly, it's like you almost had me in a trance there because I'm just thinking about the question about Vladdy. And it's such a great question because we all love him. I mean, he's been part of this organization before he was on the starting roster. And it's not like we traded for him. Like we developed him. It was like all the hype. It, it's one of those young players where you're just like and, and he's reached the hype to a certain extent. So to see it fall off, it does raise questions. And it's like, you're right. Like, I, I still want to commit to Vlad, but. It, what, what are we going to get? Like, that's actually a very philosophical question. I'll have <laughs> well, you know, me, you know, me, <laughs> I, I, I'm just dying here. Like it, it's, it's killing me because this team is such a head scratcher and it wasn't supposed to be this hard for us either. Baltimore was not supposed to be this good. Tampa yeah, was supposed a- to be Tampa. New York was supposed to be better. And Boston was supposed to be shit. And we were supposed to run away with the AL East. And it, it's been anything but that. It's been such a crazy. I'm fucking watching Nate Pearson struggle to fucking throw a pitch. It's breaking my heart right now. Well, okay. I'm glad that we brought him up. I'm glad that we sent certain guys down and brought him up. That was, you know what? The analytics department's really running this team. So it's fantastic. Fuck. Okay. So, you know, I wanted to throw this out there. I want to get like all of our notes that we've, we, we've made, but one, one last throw out their question before we get kind of into our notes, but with the Red Sox getting rid of Charm Bloom, who is the architect for all of those great Tampa Bay teams. Um, do you think this is, this could possibly be 
Ross Atkins last season as a GM of the Jays. Do you think that the Jays management might go after a guy like Bloom if he's interested in the job? I mean, he may not be interested in coming to Toronto, but uh, or maybe he just might be not interested in being in the AL East anymore. But would you want them to bring in a guy or just maybe like, listen, like just maybe we just run it back. Maybe we, you know, they've done pretty good. The team is underperforming, but all the pieces on paper look good. Yeah, we need someone new. Good job on the stadium. It looks sick. It's a great atmosphere. I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care. Okay, time for them to go. I'm pretty sure. Uh, shout out to Melk, and it was on the Going Yard pod- podcast. Everybody check that out. They're great on there. But they were talking about it too. It's like since they've been here, they haven't won a single fucking game in playoffs. They haven't done shit. And then and the team they inherited which was pretty good. So they get no props for that. And Anthropolis has gone on to do great things. So they haven't done anything. Yes. They've built us a great team right now, but there has been like, like this is a completely different podcast that we're doing now compared to a couple of weeks ago. Like those times where they were just when Schneider was good, but they're taking him out of the game and they were just doing all this stuff, listening to analytics. And you can tell that kind of uh, John uh, hands are tied. And it's just like, it was very, very <laughs> I, I keep using the word frustrating. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's, I mean, that's this season. That's this season in a nutshell. There is no Jay hype start, the 2015 team, even though we have the same like projection that we're supposed to go into the playoffs. And I think this does not feel like that 2015. Cause we, yeah, it's just not the same. Well, that 2015 team was exciting. That's yeah. the thing. Like, you know, I, so I, um, I want I want to, I was just at the Jays game on Sunday. I want to talk about that, but I, I, I want to get through some of the stuff we were going, we were talking about uh, just, just some of the notes that we had. Um, give me your thoughts on the relief pitching. It's been good. More recently, it hasn't been great. Um, but give me a little bit on, on boss takes on the relief pitching for the Jays. Uh, you know, it's actually going to be a positive for me. You're right. They've gone to, downhill but i again years past i've been hard on the relief pitching in the last few years with this team so you know what they've carried us at times when the bats worked and we're supposed to be a heavy hitting team so yeah they need to pick it up right now definitely some guys but with our starting pitching the way it is if they can continue i know they're going to blow it to like they've already lost tonight so you got to count that out so we've got to hopefully win at least five to six games in this next series and starting pitching is going to stay the same way. We're going to get hopefully belt back. So I just need the relief to do the bare minimum. And they've, they have been able to do that this season for the most part. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the Rangers series, but first I want to talk about the Jays playing some of these, I'm going to call them bottom, bottom feeders or non-contending teams. Um, you had the, the series against the Royals, which the Jays did pretty well against, swept the Royals, uh, swept the Red Sox. They're looking like they're going to get at least two of three from the Yankees. Um, pretty good against teams you should beat. So there shouldn't be any big news flash there. Then you play a contending team, a team that is, oh, big catch by Springer, saves, nice. uh, saves some runs there. Um, then you play a team like the Rangers, who is a team you are right up against a wall against with, and they get completely laughed off the field. 
Um, I'm I'm just going to read this off. Four games against the Rangers, lose every game, and lose combined score of 35 to 9. Now, the Rangers are the 2015 Blue Jays. No doubt about it. Some okay starting pitching and some half a half a relief pitching, but a whole lot of bat power. We we've seen how that movie goes. So I don't I don't know. I don't know if the Rangers have what it takes to get out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, but I thought that series was so telling of the Jays season. Just fucking. The word I want to use is I want to you I want to call them cucks because I just feel like they're just <laughs> fucking sitting cucks. there in the corner of the room and watching their wife get plowed. I, that's what it feels like. And I, that's what I want to call them. But it's more like like a little boy. Like They're like just like a little boy. They, they don't know whether or not they should do it. Like they need to fucking be men. And I thought that's why George Springer was there and Brandon Belt was there and like and, and Kevin Kiermaier. I thought those were the men to bring these boys to men. I thought that's I, I thought that was a role. I thought that was a goal. But that Rangers series just showed me they still boys. Mm. So we're not just constantly playing bad cop, bad cop here. I will give them a little bit of credit. I, their manhood for me, they've since that series came out took out Boston before tonight, the two games against New York. So, you know, and, and they accepted the blame for that terrible fucking series that you were just mentioning. Yes. Outscored 35 to nine. It was actually crazy. Like just the pitching. You're just, it was a combination of just giving up the worst, easiest runs at the worst time. And then the bats doing absolutely nothing. Like sure, Vladdy hits the two home the home run, whatever. It's like all series, they just beat us. And you talk such a big game before the series. And the fans are starting to buy into it because you're like, we know where we are and we're gonna prove it to you guys. Like your exact wording is you're gonna see this Jays team like for what that we're gonna prove. And then you that happens. And it was like, holy shit, you needed at the very least go three and one probably that series. I think three and one before, if you had asked me what my expectation was and at best that would leave you with a two and two, which is like possible pretty much a sour taste in your mouth, but you can live with it at a two and two. They went own four. Like the absolute the, the, worst thing that happened, just embarrassed spanked. And it's like the fandom, sorry to say this. And, and it's, it's hard for the Jays and it's frustrating as a Jays fan for this to happen, but the Leafs are starting up soon and, and they got new players and there's hype. And then, you know, Messi's coming into town for TFC. There's different stuff going on and you need to grab this market's attention at this time of year. And you need to have hype and you need to build it because this team lives on word of mouth in this city. And then it'll turn into a baseball town. And it hasn't been that this year. A hundred percent. I'm just looking at this month. So the month of September, I mean, October baseball is right there. Uh, they're, they're 12 and six, um, with this, I'm, I'm projecting this Yankees loss. I'm sorry. I, the, with this Yankee loss would be 12 and seven. Um, not great, not great for a team that should be, that's like a 700 winning percentage. Like it's not good enough. Yeah. Um, and and I have a feeling like on season I think they're like a five fifty nine winning percentage, not not great as well. Um, I 
I just don't see enough juice in this. And I don't know if there's any magic. I don't know if there's enough magic around this team. Like, I just feel like uh, there are times when you see a really good team or a good team or a hot team and they get the bounces. Like right now, I, I, this, this, this is exactly, this is word for word this season. Right now, I'm watching the Jays, top of the ninth. They're down 5-1 against New York. No outs, and their two veterans, Kiermaier and Springer, are on first and second. We got Bo Bichette, who is probably the team's MVP right now. Well, actually, that's debatable. I, I put something in our group chat that I think I want to talk about later. But do the Jays come back? It, right now, they are set to possibly score three runs and make this a 5-4 game. Boba Shed, let's let's just say he hits a, a three-run home run and changes the the uh, the possibility of this game. I'm gonna call it now. He's gonna hit into a double play. Nothing's happened yet, and not even a pitch been thrown. Um, what's his Coles out of the game? They got um, some other fuck pitching right now. Put your names in your jerseys, New York. Anyways, um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fucking mini cosmum of the whole season. I'm calling it now. That being said. Um, just getting back to my, my original point is when you have a good team, the, you get the bounces, you get the magic plays, you get the, these milestone Disney moments, and the Jays haven't had any of that. Here it is. Okay, Boba Shed hits into a, no shit, a fucking double play. Oh, sorry. Just one, one out. Runners on the corner. <laughs> Melky. We are hey, joined yo. by the Milkman. Hey, is this the stick measuring How contest? Am I too late? <laughs> no, no, no! You can still win, buddy. You can still win. All right, let me let me whip it out. Got, yeah, we're getting a play-by-play right now of typical Jays baseball. Oh, you mean the five-one yeah, debacle? Yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm I'm watching, and uh, Springer and, and Kimmer get on base. No, no, it's a double play. He hit a chopper to third, and it ended up only getting the runner at second, which I believe was Kiermaier. So they got runners on the corner, one out. Uh, we got Biggio up. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I said it today in our group chat and I stand by it. I think Kevin Biggio might be the Jays second half of the season MVP. Agree or disagree boys. I'm going to start with you, Bob. Well, I agree. I mean, like you were saying before, I mean, Bichette has been leading the way before that this season, but, uh, honestly, I'm going to say, yeah, with Biggio because he used to be pied with the two other boys. It used to be Vladdy, Bichette and Biggio. And he kind of fell to the wayside in the last little bit. And he's really picked it up, especially in the last month. So uh, I want to hear from Melky, though, especially about Biggio. Hey, it's no I know secret. how much he loves him. It's no secret that I despise this man. I just <laughs> he's a chud. But he has been really good lately yeah. and definitely in the second half. So, yeah, I would say he's the MVP. Because Bichette's been hurt, everyone's been hurt, Vladdy's been disappointing. So yeah, give it to the Bij. Outside of um, guys like Gosman and Kikuchi, like I mean, they've they've had outstanding seasons. It's not Kikuchi, um, it's Kuchi. Let's get it right. You can call him whatever you want. He's having a great season. <laughs> um, and and then outside of the emergence of the Buffalo guys, we, we we touched on earlier, but Davis Schneider, who I mean, he's cooled off. He's ice cold right now. Um, but outside outside of those cash, guys, man. the stash is cash. Stash is cash, hundred percent. And also, like we were talking about, like possibly, like where does Vladdy land? Like, does is Vladdy an okay player who had one really good season, or is Vladdy an elite player that's kind of been? 
comes he comes off for the last two seasons. That's a tough question because you see this raw talent, especially from twenty was it twenty twenty one? Yeah, twenty twenty one, where they missed that playoff game by, they missed the playoffs by one game. Yeah, and you yeah, saw the, they won. Yankees won. Yankees not yeah. playoffs. Yeah, and that, that also was a sad, that was a sad Biggio Well, Biggio did nothing. That's ba- bases loaded. Vladdy's up. So I'm so sorry to cut you off, Melky. Yeah. Bases are loaded. Vladdy's up. One out. Who's calling a double play? Hands up if you think it's going to be a double play. Perfect for a podcast. All right, two <laughs> or three. Of it. I'll be the good cop uh, here. Home run. Yeah, well, yeah. well, mom, mama walks. It probably agrees with uh, Boswell, right? Oh yeah, she's going to slap me upside the head if I say anything bad. <laughs> We're going to the playoffs. Still, we we still look like a strong team compared to her. Don't even, uh, <laughs> don't even question that. As long as the Jays play team that isn't very good in the playoffs, they'll be fine. Oh, really? So we're going to be playing Tampa. You know that. You know what? I don't know. What, I don't know what's going to happen with Tampa. Like they're still winning games, but they don't have any elite. Like they don't have any elite talent right now. They might. They might end up if they play Tampa. It will be hands down. Oh, big cut, Vladdy! Strike. Whew! Breaking ball. Um, <laughs> Tampa. I can't wait till he hits into this double play. I can't wait. I I can't wait. Well, it's gonna happen. I, I, I already got the update. I'm, I'm like a few seconds ahead. I won't reveal it. I'll let you uh, spill the okay, beans when you. it happens. <laughs> okay, here and it's a double play. Nope. Oh, <laughs> foot off the bag. They got the runner at second again. Billy's choice, buddy. All right, five two. Okay, let's get back on track, boys. <laughs> okay, so, so two just, one series Bucky, so we, far for Yankees though. What's that? I said we're so so two one so far for this series. Yeah, this is the closing. This is the closing matchup. So it's good that we take two two of one, two of three, but you you want them to go on a roll going into the playoffs. Like that Boston series was great, yeah. uh, sweeping them. I mean, I hate the Red Sox, so it was fantastic. But you want that momentum to continue because they're facing the AL East for the remaining remaining games, right? So you got Tampa going this weekend. Then you got New York and Tam- closing it off with Tampa. So try to finish strong. I mean, you can't win them all, but fuck guys. I'd love another sweep right now. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. Like we need what? F- at least five, six wins out of this 10 game stretch, including tonight. We're already down one. So yeah. well, they, 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 said, have, they have to get to 90 wins. They, they, they just have to get to 90 wins. Yeah. Well, they said the magic number seven going into day was seven. And that's not, oh, yeah. they have to win seven. That could be a combination of, uh, Seattle and Texas losing because mm. I think they all play each other uh, yeah. the, the last couple of weeks. So I'm not saying to bank on that. You just want to win games. So you solidify yourself in the playoffs, but they, they, they make it very hard on themselves. <laughs> I have to totally. <laughs> Why make it easy when you can make it painfully hard? Absolutely. Toy with our blue Jays. boys. Let's look at some playoff predictions. Um, I, I kind of categorize this in teams that are kind of in bunches. So the Orioles or the Rays, let's start with um, who you guys would want to play and then where you see that, that three-game series going. So let's go start Jays versus Orioles or Rays. Who would you want to see and where do you see it going? Melkman, let's start with you. Man, that's a double-edged sword question right there. <laughs> I feel like we don't play well against either team. I know. 
I, you know what? I'm going to say they have a winning record against Tampa this year. I was, I was just going to say, I would probably lean towards the lesser evil in Tampa because anything, I think anything can go in that series yet. And that facility is a fucking dump. So they don't really have a home field advantage because nobody shows up. So that, that would be okay. We got some Canadians that would come over there and we would have a lot of Canadians that would fly over for that uh, two, two, three game series. And they're going through that whole fiasco with, with um, what's his name, the child molester. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's still distracting. Franco, them. yeah, yeah, Franco. yeah, Wanda Franco. So, I, I think we have a better shot against. Uh, oh against wow! What a turn of events. What? Um, Chapman hits a, a dribbler, or sorry, Horwitz dri- hits a dribbler up the middle. Uh, second baseman throws it to first, and the first baseman bobbles it. Uh, Jay's score again, five, three, New York, uh, runners at one and two. What's uh, what's the ending nine. Oh, so it's basically do or die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Chapman. Sorry. That was Chapman. Not Horowitz is up now. Um, wow. Yeah. He threw it right in the dirt and couldn't close the glove. Who is that? Rizzo playing first. I don't know. Oh, Rizzo still in the league. I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, bah. Jays and Orioles, where do you, or Jays and Rays slash Orioles, where are you? Again, like Melky's saying, it's tough because I do not want to say with past experience, I want to play at the trop in the playoffs. We'll see how the rest of these games go. But then you have stuff like Baltimore with Felix uh, Batista out and shit like that. And it's like, normally the, the answer is Baltimore pretty fucking easy, but they are dominant. And yeah, Tampa is trying to catch them and it's going to be close. I, man, I just, I hate the Jays playing Tampa and pressure cooker games. I honestly hate it. And it's like, I have Vietnam flashbacks about it. So fuck it. I'm going back into the fire. I'd say I'd rather us take on Tampa Bay. We got to, we got to slay game. that. We got to get the monkey off the beast because you know what? The Orioles are a, a Orioles are a team of destiny until destiny remembers they're the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> and that will happen at some point. I like okay? that. I like but that. That's a t-shirt. That's a, okay. The only thing that can beat that is the power of Toronto <laughs> and our ability to break our fucking hearts as fans. Okay. And I do not want these two forces meeting. You mean the stench so, of failure that always yeah. lingers in Toronto? Yeah, I, yeah. dude, I, again, and I texted you today in a little shameless plug for Going Yard podcast. I started listening and I brought it up. You guys are bringing up great points about how since he's been here, he hasn't won shit. He inherited a team. He does not, like you said, specifically, Melk, you said that. He does not get credit for that. They've inherited, yes, we have a great lineup right now, but they haven't won shit. And yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just repeating from the earlier part of the podcast. <laughs> okay, here, here's my take on it. I would rather the Jays play the Orioles because Orioles are a young team that have done nothing but win, which is good. But they really haven't had that adversity where you know their noses are in the dirt and they get themselves out. They have been flying all season. So we've seen this before, like the whatever year New England Patriots. Go undefeated and then lose the Super Bowl. I I feel like you know <laughs> that only this happened was, once. <laughs> what's that? That only happened once. Yeah, but has there there's only been one team that's gone perfect all yeah. season and, and won, right? So yeah. it's a five hundred chance, fifty fifty chance, I guess. 
the point I'm trying to make is uh, this was New York a couple of years ago. They had they had Gary Sanchez who was on fire. You had a very young Aaron Judge who's on fire. The guy's name, but at Stanton as well, and they were murdering teams, and they got to the playoffs, got their ass kicked because when you're winning and you're young, there's nothing wrong. But when you're winning, you're losing and you're young, you can't, you don't find a way out of it. Uh, and I think Baltimore's in that. I would wouldn't be shocked if Baltimore does not make it out of the first round. I think experience comes into the into play um, when you get to the playoffs, and you just need to know how to get yourself out now. You have Springer, Kiermaier, and Belt, all championship-winning guys who I feel could do that. I don't know if Baltimore has that. Um, so I feel – I would say this. I like the odds against Tampa, but I feel more confident being a team like Baltimore. And, again, that Batista thing is kind of up in the air. So if if he's not there, maybe that is uh, – an opening for heroics in the closing parts of the game, but seeing that they couldn't get come back and beat the Yankees, um, a, t- a team that is literally just hanging on by a thread. Um, I don't see them beating either team, to be honest. Um, moving Orioles on. are so oh, consistent all hold season. Up. Like the Orioles have been so consistent all season. And even like I watched the game the other night and admittedly, I haven't watched really any Baltimore baseball. I'm not going to pretend that I have, but I watched <laughs> the game the other night. You don't like the they, dong bong. <laughs> yeah, where they where they clinched the playoffs though, and it was just up to and down consistent. Like I I get what you're saying, and baseball I think almost more than any other sport, veteran experience that matters way more in the playoffs compared to other sports. But like I said, I I think they'll reach a point where they're not going to make it. But I I don't know. I could see the Orioles definitely going past the first. Uh, let me let me just jump in before we uh, go to the next spot. Baltimore has nothing to lose. They were they really expected to be this good? I don't think so. They showed signs and flashes last season, but they weren't expected to be the top dog in the East. So they have nothing to lose. Whereas the Jays have all to lose. We were expect this is supposed to be our year with the pitching depth, uh, the tr- the the trade that we made for Varsho, even though that's blown up in her face, and <laughs> and just some of the other moves, the the great bullpen. Vladdy's supposed to be ascending to the next level, Bo. So I would rather face Tampa because Tampa always has that expectation. Their farm system's good and they always compete hard, whereas Baltimore has nothing to lose. So they can just go all out. Well, uh, you know, just to counter that, Mel, um, Baltimore has tons to lose. I mean, they are, they will win the AL East. They will be the champions of the hardest division in baseball and possibly the hardest division in sports. Uh, if they go at the first round, that doesn't look good. Um, I disagree. They, the, I, they're the team that has peaked early and they can just go up from here. It's not, it's not like us or Tampa. Tampa's Tampa's had that winning mentality for a while. Toronto has New York, Boston Tampa like, was in the world series two seasons ago, you know, like, you that's know, like, what I mean. you know, like, yeah, I not to say that Tampa doesn't have anything to lose, but Tampa is that team, man. Like they just find ways to win. And I don't know if Baltimore is that team. I think Baltimore has a lot of young guns who are super confident, you know, young, dumb and full of cum and ready to go. <laughs> you know, like that's what, that's what to me, that's what Baltimore is. Tampa is more of that steady horse that, you know, they might not finish in first, but they're going to still, they're going to be there for the ride. Let's move on. I, you know, like we can agree to disagree on it. We'll see what happens and we can go from there. We'll have to share a beer about it at that point. Uh, Jays versus Astros or Rangers. Uh, we start with ball last milk. Let's go start with you. Actually, we started with me the first oh, one. Oh, my, my bad. Then Bob. 
Yeah, so just basically like the other teams I follow out of pure fucking spite, I want Texas <laughs> so fucking bad. So give them to me right now. I don't care about Packers Spears. Long dongs, absolute heaters by Gosman, Kukuch or Kooch. I'm not gonna put the in front, but uh yeah, I, I give give me Texas. I fuck that. Yeah, I, I agree. Texas, I don't want any part of Houston, even though they're big fat cheaters. I, I feel like we can handle Always Texas. Yeah, yeah th- that'll never die. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would rather Texas. I know they they swept us in Toronto. I was there for that 10 nothing game. Absolutely horrible. Thank God. Alcohol. Thank God. Alcohol exists. Let's put it this way, boys. But I would rather Texas. You had that big, that big hot dog to comfort you, so you were okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I felt better shoving that foot long in my mouth. <laughs> One and a half bites, all, buddy. <laughs> now to all the Jay haters, I, I will admit that we are uh, one in six against Texas. So it is crazy <laughs> that Melk and I are saying this. I get it. Uh, you know, I, I feel the exact. I just can't. T- uh, Houston to me is the exact same um, logic as Tampa. I just don't know what they can do. Like I, I'm afraid of what they can do in the playoffs. Where Texas is, like, this is the first year that they put this mega team together. At some point, it, the, you know, this ride, and they have no middle relief or long relief. They have very pish posh um, closer. Like they don't have enough for me to worry about outside of the bats. But we've been on. We've had really good hitting teams in Toronto who get shushed by really good pitchers. And I think Kevin Gosman and Kikuchi or Bassett or even Ryu, like they can go in and give you six strong innings and then leave it to this bullpen, which hasn't been very good lately, but has a big enough track record of the same guys in the pen to do something special. Um, so, and I mean, I, I want to take good pitching into the playoffs. Texas doesn't have good pitching and I have no idea where Verlander is in his career right now, but he's one of those guys that will most likely have a career year or a career game inside the playoffs this year. Um, just to prove the haters wrong and, um, give Kate Upton, one of my dream girls, a reason to sit <laughs> <laughs> All right. Outside of that, um, let's look at the last out of the West uh, Jays versus twins or Mariners. Um, we had that rematch rematch from last year. If we face the Mariners, uh, I, I, I would like to start and I'll be start yeah. off by saying twins, 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 please, yes. dad, please. Um, I do not want to touch the Mariners after what they did to us last year and embarrassed us, embarrassed us. I don't want to go anywhere close to that. I deja vu is too strong. I don't want to deal with it. Please give me the twins. Please, 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 please. Gentlemen. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just piggyback. Uh, I definitely agree about Minnesota. Um, you know, they're dealing with a couple of injuries. I know they had that big comeback win uh, last night or the night before that to basically clinch playoffs, but Seattle is rising and past experience. Yeah. I, I'm going to go for Minnesota as well on this one. Don't you guys want a little redemption? Like how hey, that's why I said Texas. <laughs> Not even a fucking little bit. Not how sweet would it be? How sweet would it be to go to Seattle? Well, actually, we would be in Toronto. Okay, well, whatever. Well, it doesn't matter where it's at. How sweet would it be to have them come back? Now it's a lot. It would be a longer series because that's top. It's best three, best five, then seven, seven. 
and we sweep them in Toronto. Redemption. That's the biggest redemption story. But having said that, yeah, I'm going Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, like, legit, <laughs> legit, that'd be great if they if they came back to to beat. But here's what's gonna happen: it's gonna be fucking one game each, and Taylor's gonna be up, and he's gonna fucking walk off, and we're gonna left be left with our dick in our hands, wondering what the fuck happened. I can't, I can't take it. I can't take another bad playoffs. If if the Jays the Jays playoffs last year were absolutely heartbreaking um and it, it piggybacked off the Leafs having a shitty playoffs and I just I can't deal with another Toronto shitty playoff outcome I need th- any playoff series that they're in if they lose it has to be competitive if they lose two one run games it'll be a slightly lesser blow than if they get their asses kicked by any one of those teams I mean, we always sleep on teams like Minnesota, but there's a reason they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, the Central is dog shit. It's a pile of poop. But Minnesota's still good. They're still a formidable team. At home, I feel like they would have the advantage. So, I mean, be careful what you wish for in a sense. But, yeah, it's hard to play uh, Seattle again with the firepower they have. And they seem to be heating up. They're what three, four game winning streak now. It's like I don't know if we want to meet Seattle at this point. I mean, we're gonna have to see them eventually. Yeah. If if, if we got to get the monkey off the back, like we well, got to yeah. beat them. We either have to beat, you have to, have to slay Tampa or Seattle or even Baltimore. At some point, you have to get into the ring with the top biter and duke it out. Now, if they don't get out of the first round, is this season considered a flop? Like, do you, do you guys give any validity to making it into the playoffs as success for this season, or do they have to win? Do they have to get out of that first round? Go ahead, Bob. Are, are we speaking on the Jays, or who? Are yes. Because <laughs> we were just. Uh, and honestly, it feels like at this point, just getting into the playoffs is the goal. Like, let's let's just we're going to move the goalpost as we go along at this point. But really, and Melk alluded to it earlier. Yeah, getting out of the first round. This is supposed to be the team like we we were a bat heavy team before fucking really good. And we would win games like that. But the defense was shit. So we sent some bats away and we brought in guys with gloves. We got our starting rotation. We solidified it. It's looked great. Relief pitching even got better. All the aspects of our game that we needed to get better. We did get them better. And then other parts have faltered. So yeah, in the long run, getting into the playoffs right now is the goal. And I think we'll all be happy with the way that this uh, season has just gone up and down, up and down. Like I want them to make the playoffs, but when we're looking back and you're listening to all the end of season reviews and all the radio hosts and all the podcast guys, we're all doing it. If it's not past the first round, yeah, it's a disappointment. I think uh, ALCS or bust. This, yeah, that, this this team was built to win. It's built to win now. We made the moves because yes. we wanted to get into the the AL, uh, ALCS and the World Series. This is supposed to be a championship caliber team. If you don't get that far, it's a disappointing season. It's already a disappointing season, guys. Yeah. Oh, well, trust yeah. me. You you missed the first half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll catch up with that tomorrow morning. It's yeah. the uh, 100%. I agree with Milk and and Bob. Like ALCS or 
is is the marker for me. If you can get to the LCS and you lose, okay, fine. You know, it would be the first time in a long time that that's happened for the Jays. Um, but I'd rather see that measuring stick. Like, you got to get to the first round, please, baby. This team on paper, like we said already like eight times in this pod, this team on paper is too good to be where they are right now. At some point, they fucking need to wake up and be like, hey, we're actually better than this. Yeah, we've only been able to beat teams that are garbage right now. Like this month, like their, their wins are only against garbage teams. But you know what? We're going to go into Texas and we're going to beat the snot of the Rangers. Or we're going to pitch them to death and win 3-1 or some bullshit like that. I don't care. But ALCS is is my benchmark for this team. Um, I want to move on because I, I know this is going to start running a little bit long. And I want to talk about you guys have both been to the Jays uh, games this season. I just want to I, I have this like crazy experience from uh, bringing my girls to their first game this year. Uh, it's not really crazy as much as it is a uh, uh, social commentary of uh, maybe people in the city. I don't know. I'll just put it that way, but I have a w- wacky story, but I just wanted to touch base on like the Renos and what you guys think of the atmosphere and how much you guys enjoyed it or how much you guys didn't enjoy it. Um, and just talk a little bit about that because I want to get into the story. It's kind of wacky. Yeah. I I've been twice. I saw Cleveland and I saw Texas, like I alluded to, and I wish I didn't go to that game, but overall the atmosphere, incredible. I love what they've done. Uh, with the renovations, I love the Corona rooftop, although they haven't had my drink the last couple of times. And I think that's bullshit. How do you run out that's of drinks bullshit. after the first inning? Are we that drunk and crazy in Toronto? I guess yeah, so. That's messed up. Yes. <laughs> but I, I like how it's more personal. It's interactive. I like how you can go downstairs and stand. We were we were right behind George Springer the last game I went to. And it was awesome. We just said we just kept shouting, hey, George, good job, George. Way to go, George. It was fun. And the bar was right there. And it, it feels like an actual personal experience. It feels like a very great experience overall. And I'm glad they did. I can't wait for more renovations coming up. But it, it the Rogers Center doesn't suck anymore. Let's put it that way. So kudos to them. And I look forward to going to a few more games next season. I think the three of us should actually plan and go to a game. Definitely. I'm in. Let's go. Definitely. I mean, I, I'd like to catch at least one more game by the end of the season, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, it's a blast. Yeah, it's a blast. Uh, I've also gone twice. Pretty sure it was the White Sox was the early game in the season I went to. And then I went to a game against the Orioles and we lost both fucking games. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, so the one experience I went with Mama Walks and my brother and those were like lower seats. And then the other time went with some buddies and up in the 500s. Both times are a blast. Uh, the renovations are sick. When you walk up the 500 and you go to that new like area, it's pretty sick. It, it looks great. Like uh, good vibes walked out. I mean, I'm just always going to hate the size of the seats and how close everybody is and touching my yeah. fucking legs sitting there. It's so brutal, <laughs> but you know what? It's a good time. The beer's flowing, especially when you're with the guys. Um, I would like to get out much. I, I hate taking transit, like the train to union and doing that whole thing. I, I wish lived closer to the Jays cause you'd go way more, but like the actual stadium and I gave them props beforehand. It's an actual blast. Great food. Good beer when they don't run out of your drinks, apparently. That's complete bullshit. Or when you don't know there's $5 beers. I had no idea there were $5 beers. What? Uh, there's a stand called the the Dugout Something. 
And we were downstairs when we were behind George and we were drinking. I was drinking my $17 beer and my two other buddies were doing the same <laughs> yeah. thing. And this, this girl and a couple other guys, uh, like her little crew came up and they were like talking to us and they had like the, the little cans, right? We're like, where the hell did you get those from? Oh, they pointed to the spot where it's at. And we asked them, oh, how much? $5, $5 beers. I'm like, so I've had four of these tall boys and paid close to 50 bucks like an idiot. And you've been drinking little ones for $5. Yeah, it, I was shocked. Yeah. But yeah, next time, ask. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn. That's crazy. That's not the Toronto way. The Toronto way is three large beers for 60 bucks. Gouge, gouge, gouge. Yeah, that's actually what we cheer. Let's gouge, gouge. Anyways, um, I, I love this team. Just like you guys too. I, I've been to two games this season. Um, my my good friend and longtime season Jays season ticket holder Larry hooked me up with his uh, seats behind home plate. He was telling me uh, on on average it cost him about thirteen thousand dollars for his season tickets. Um, but because of next year, they're putting in uh, what they're calling the Gucci seats, which are uh, kind of like what you see at um. Yankee Stadium behind home plate. They're going to be doing 20 rows of these luxury seats at a cost of uh, if you're in that what is currently the TD comfort zone, those season tickets will be you guys ready for this $40,000 for those season tickets, 40 fucking thousand dollars. Miss me with that. No. Yeah. And (laughs) they're going to do that for for the first 20 rows. And then I might. I might. Yeah. I think, think about it. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the 21st row, it will be a $15,000 season ticket, uh, per ticket. And he ended up buying the 21st row. So he's actually just bumping up one and a half, uh, one row. Um, but I went and I saw the, um, the game against, um, um, Arizona and they won. Nice. I'm happy about that. We was direct sunlight the whole time. I fucking burnt. Uh, and then just a Sunday, uh, we went and took the girls to their first Jays game. They'd been asking, and I was like a little hesitant to bring them because they're only five and six years old, but it ended up being a great time. Awesome. But I've been to tell you guys a story. We get to these seats. They are the second row of the 200 level, just over first base. Amazing seats. Uh, great views of the whole game. Uh, it doesn't feel like the, the big issue with the Sky Dome is all the seats are just they face forward wherever you are you're facing forward so you have to turn your whole body to look at home plate where these seats are pretty decent even though they will be angled next year um they're pretty decent you don't have to do a lot of juggling we had four seats four people makes sense uh second second row and we had four seats beside us five seats beside us empty until the second inning when this absolute garbage can of a person came with her triplets and i think might have been a social worker she came and she sat and she has three kids and then the social worker. She sat right beside me. We are the two largest people in the aisle. And I said it and I started smiling, but her leg was touching my leg. And I was sitting like a like a guy normally sits with about um, a 30 inch radius from knee to knee. Well, I was going to say, sitting, the times have changed now. Just be careful. Yeah, yeah no shit. So... <laughs> I would have been okay with just our knees kind of grazing each other, but here's where it got really fucking disgusting. Um, she had those like, you know, when you're a kid and your parents buy you those, like you guys are a little bit younger than I am, but like in the nineties, you had these fucking, I called them Jesus Velcro 
sandals where they're like these velcro sandals that they like kind of wrap around your ankle and the like the the toe oh, of your foot those. yeah you know those ones yeah my dad wore those but yeah. yeah exactly i'm surprised you knew that um so she had her toes hanging off the edge of this her toenails look like broken potato chips and all I could fucking stare at this whole fucking game, which was a very good game, by the way, where making sure those fucking toenails didn't pop my air, my, my Nike Air Maxes. I was fucking petrified of this woman. Not only that, she looked like she hadn't showered in at least three or four days and mm. spoke like this. I love the Blue Jays. I love the Blue Jays. <laughs> Sounds like sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> 100 dude. And she was starting to get, she was trying to get these chants going and she was clapping her, her, like, you know, like, um, when you move your body and like, uh, the air from your clothes kind of just like permeates around, it smelled like mothballs and fucking dust. It, oh, dude, I was fucking dying on top of that. She had triplets. I didn't know. I didn't know the whole story there, but she ended up telling me a bit of the story and I was like, all ready to fucking abort this game. I was going to leave my family there. God, I'm taking the train. I'll meet you guys at home. <laughs> she says to me. I'm so sorry. I got triplets. They're all autistic. They're going to be up and down the whole game. This is like the second or third inning. Those kids got up every fucking inning. Every just up. Okay, cool. So now I'm standing up. I'm a big guy. I'm blocking the family behind me. They're getting through and they don't just fucking walk through. They take one step. They look around. They fucking pick their nose. They take another step. I was going to push these kids off the fucking ledge of the 200 uh, 200 level because I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, just fucking get out of the way. Just fucking keep walking. So now I'm frustrated. They're up and down, up and down. My kids are like, wait, where are those kids? Don't worry about those kids, okay? You just sit and enjoy the game. But dad, where are they going? Who cares where they're going? But if they're going somewhere, I want to go somewhere too. Like, no, 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 we're not going anywhere. You're, you're going to sit and watch the game. So as I'm begging, my, I'm pleading with my kids. My wife's like, oh, I'll take them for a walk. I got to watch about an inning and a half by myself. And there's a dad behind me. He's got a family of four uh, behind us. He's like, uh, hey, how's it going? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. How are you? It goes, good. He's like, uh, you're really getting those those squats in today. I'm like, yeah, the, I got this lady next to me. She's got triplets. Uh, they're all autistic. He's like, oh, I know. I heard. I heard. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you from around here? He's like, no, I'm from Ottawa. I'm like, you a Suns fan? And he goes, yeah, you a Leaf fan? I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was the end of the conversation with that guy. But uh, it was a horrible <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible experience. I was – great seats. My, I had a client who hooked me up with these seats. Great seats. I'm glad the Jays won. I'm glad to bring my girls to the game. But forever, I'll just remember this fucking gargoyle, this fucking beast, <laughs> fucking hot garbage dump of a woman sitting next to me ruining my Jays experience. <laughs> Guys, I just want to say – I had to take it for the team, but I did. I'm glad you guys didn't have that experience. Broken. I never want that experience. I never yeah. want that. Those yeah, are weapons. She, yeah. Those are weapons. Yeah. Dude, she used them to fucking climb the tree. I don't even think she took <laughs> the stairs. I think she just climbed the fucking edge of the fucking sky dome to get to her seats. Just had the kids on the back, just fucking throwing them in the seats. <laughs> it was, it was, oh, uh, then we're leaving the game. We left the game a touch early. I don't know if you guys remember the game. It was a Sunday game, the 4-3 win. Um, and they had uh, Devers who hit the solo home run in top of nine. And the Jays came back with Vladdy with that fucking piece of shit hit that ended up scoring the uh, Merrifield from third. Uh, we were leaving a touch early just to try to get ahead of the rush. And my girls are walking like, Daddy, what is that on the ground? And it kind of looked like, you know, when uh, kind of looks like wet popcorn. It turned out it was hot dog bits 
that some lady had thrown up 10 seconds before we walked there oh, and was up chucking in. She tried to throw up in the at the end of the aisle, the garbage can. That she tried to throw up there. She missed the garbage can, projectile vomited all over the floor, and then ran into the bathroom and was thrown up all over the bathroom. My girls ended up being there for 10 minutes. The game had tied, and then the Jays won. And then all while this happened, so we didn't actually get out of the stadium any earlier than we expected. We got out at the exact same time we would have because there was this lady who had vomited all over the bathroom floor. Guys, it was such a good experience. I'm so glad those rentals worked out. I was going to say, you had everything. You had puke. You had some mutated lady. and <laughs> I, would, had I almost wish I took a picture just to make it the album cover for this, this podcast. <laughs> it was... Yeah. I, I Hot was, dog I, bits and gargoyles. Yeah, the, there you yeah. go. That's a perfect name for the episode. <laughs> Boys, uh, we're gonna let's cut the sucker off. Is there anything you want to leave this off? The Jays have uh, less than ten games in the season. Is there anything you wanna you wanna say before we sign off on the end of season podcast for the Jays? They get better, doves, man. yeah. Get those doves. Like, let's get belt <laughs> back. Like, let's let's get the boys back. The rhythm going. Let's build off of what we did. Forget about tonight. You played well the last five games before that, and you know what? This is the time to show everybody. I mean, you guys are trying to talk the talk. It's time to walk it as well. Nine games left. Where where are you guys seeing the Jays? Nine games left. You got a uh, New York and Tampa. It's gonna Wait, be five tough. and five. What are you thinking? It's going to be a, we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to go five and four or something like that. We're going to go exactly just what we need. Just, yeah. just enough. I, just think five, yeah. I think five and four, we squeak in probably end up playing Tampa on the, in the first round. So you they played. So this game with the New York's over now. So they have Tampa for three games right after this. Uh, they got one day off next Monday, and then they go into three games against the Yankees and then three games against the Tampa, uh, the Rays to end the season. I, I don't know. I, th- I think you're right. I think they go, I think they're like um, season like 554 winning percentage. I think they're going to do exactly that to end the season and then um, take it to three games against Tampa in the, in the first round. Yeah. That final Tampa series is going to be worth something. We all know it. Like that's going to be, it may be worth something be or nothing. Well, I think knowing this Jays team and how they've played it, like, I don't know. I just, it's the type of bullshit. I can see them going one and two against Tampa Bay in this first fucking series. They put the pressure on themselves. They come out, they dominate the Yankees. Everybody's fired up. We go into that final series against Tampa Bay. And then basically there it, it's like the last two games. They, they get exactly what they need. Like I, I know this Jays team this season, I can see it happening already. Okay. So yeah. then they, they finish play with wild card three and play the twins and then they crush the twins and then they're the ALCS. Is that where, is that the prediction? Cause I'm on board for that. Well, it exactly. would be the AL, it'd be the ALDS after that. Uh, sorry. Yes, you're right. Sorry, yeah, the so it'd be the ALDS. I mean, yes, everybody wants the twins, but I'm telling you, be careful what you wish for. It's in Minnesota. It's not like it's going to be here. Minnesota is no. a good team. They're not a great team. Obviously anyone in the AL, AL East is way better than the AL central. They but, don't want the twins. They just don't want the Mariners. I, I would. Oh, I would rather face the twins. I'm just saying, don't sleep on the, the twins. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't, think, don't yeah, be like they're first, first place for a reason. 100. Yeah. percent And it's not like they're but, just over 500. There are a few. I think they're about 10 games, close to 10 games over 500. So they can pitch and they can hit. 
And keep in mind that Minnesota is more north than Toronto, so there will be a ton of Jays fans at of the course. games. Regard like anywhere they go, th- there'll be a ton of Jays fans there. But I don't. I don't think the home field advantage. I mean, it meant nothing last year. So, you know, I don't think the home field advantage is a ton, anyways. So, um, I you know I don't. I don't care. Like at this point, like l- let's just see where it goes. Let's just see where it goes and go from there. Yeah, you just get it. in and figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. And and Manoa is out for the season, and thank fucking God. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He the was in an apartment complex pitching. He was in an apartment complex pitching at one point until so his season was done long ago. <laughs> my man, listen. I know Florida is a good time. Trust me. In my heart, I think I'm a Floridian. But you cannot have your dog. start. Yeah, you cannot have your starting pitcher. You see him working at a motel in a white tank top cleaning the pool before a game. And you're like, you play for the Jays? And he's like, no, this I'm playing here. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. thanks, Al. So. Florida is America's wing. I don't think anybody wants to be there. <laughs> I, I'm just – I'm so curious to see next year. Do you think uh, Pete Walker and the Jays pitching staff – have enough magic like they have a an amazing track record of fixing broken pitchers remember robbie ray one great season signs a deal in seattle where the fuck is robbie ray is he still pitching i don't even know he's still pitching just not well he's he's irrelevant here let me throw a name out here that the jays fixed made him an all-star steve motherfucking dunbar remember him no but he was an all-star because the jays fixed him and they made him amazing Kikuchi or Kuchi, whatever you want to call him. Broken last year, the Jays fixed him. The Jays can fix but pitchers. Kuchi, I mean, there's not nobody likes a broken Kuchi for one, but he was an all-star in Seattle. Shut the so fuck up. So it's not like he didn't have all-star <laughs> potential before. <laughs> yeah, legit. But I mean, Shut Robbie up. Ray was a pretty decent pitcher. The Jays made him better. And then what? Then he disappeared again. Like he he was possibly up for the Cy Young last year, but He's been garbage since then. He's got his money. He doesn't need to be good. I, let's end pod. <laughs> yes, yeah. He's, he's got those uh, those fucking tight ass pants. That's it. Yeah, just me and that one. Okay, cool. All right, boys. It's been a peach. Uh, we got show me your TDs coming up. Ba, we got to do a preseason hockey. I got to imagine. Uh, definitely. We've got mustard. We're recording tomorrow. A little spoiler alert inside the studio for everybody. So that's going to come out soon. And then buddy with the moves, the Leafs did, we can definitely do a, a preseason leaf podcast. We're going to have to, because it's going to be a juicy, just, one. just, just when I think I'm out, oh, they pull me back in. <laughs> oh, we forgot. I, we need the mama walks take before we leave. I'm so sorry. We forgot. Oh, hey, no problem. Um, they'll go nine and oh, these last nine games on our way to win the World <laughs> Series. So no, no problem. But Mama but in actual save. Yeah, in, in all reality, before he was injured, Vlad was returning back to form and he was gonna win the MVP of the playoffs. That, that was <laughs> yeah. legitimate. So fans, my mom's not deluded, she's just a super fan. <laughs> That's why we love her. All right. Uh also I want to put this out there as well. Uh this episode. Um, in loving memory of Bob's grandfather as well. Yeah. Oh, thanks, buddy. Deepest condolences no to the Walker family. Yeah, you yes, guys were sure. very helpful of scheduling during that. I appreciate it and love you guys. Hey, man. I got you. All right. With that being said, this is Jay's edition. Go, Jay's go. Go, Jay's go. Finish it out, boys. Woo-woo. Finish it out. Playoff time.